would never switch on myself Just to be accepted by everybody else Look, everybody fake, everybody two-faced Everybody in it for themselves, uh Everything fake to me, everyone a snake to me All they ever wanna do is take from me, uh They say everybody needs someone I just need everyone to stay the fuck away from me, look They telling me be careful who you love, yeah These days everything numb, uh. And sometimes, the person you would take a bullet for is standing right behind a gun Maybe I just wasn't worth it to you Maybe I just wasn't perfect for you Truth is we can never work Cause you just wanted me to be a different person for you Fuck Stuck in my ways again She said I pray for you She said I love you But I need to stay away from you Stuck in my ways again Stuck in my ways again She said I pray for you She said I love you But I need to stay away from you Stuck in my ways again Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back This is episode 8 of Inner Thoughts with Kenny I am your most prestigious host, Kenny The host with the most The guy's gonna take you on this journey and bringing you nothing but the hits, nothing but the hits, nothing but the motherfucking hits. And as always, you know, this this podcast is rated explicit, as well as the thoughts and views alone are only of mine alone. And that they no way, shape, or form are endorsed by any other party. As well as I am no way, shape, or form endorsed or certified in any sort of matters, whether it be mental health, regular health, or anything of the such. I have no degrees. Now that we got all, all that out the way, um, once again, welcome back. This is episode eight. Um, I have yet to name this one, so you'll see the name whenever I come up with one. Um, man, it feels good to be back talking. Um, good to be back talking with all of you. Um, thank you all for the continued support. Uh, it's been a it's been a rough couple of weeks. I do apologize for the, such the delay in between podcasts. Last couple of weeks have been uh, real rough, so and we're definitely going to talk about it. Um, first week, me being just a little bit under the weather, as well as just you know sitting in my own headspace. Um, <laughs> the the week after that, or the weekend after that, I should say, um, more so got into some legal issues, and we'll touch on that as well. Um, and then this this past weekend, which is why the podcast didn't release Monday like it was planned to, I did record a little bit Sunday night. Um, but shit happens. I wasn't feeling what I put down and I, cause I wanted to keep it way more candid than what I was doing. I was a little bit too, how do I put it? A little bit too, I don't know, academia for it. Or I don't know. I don't even know the word I want to use. It was just a little bit too like stuck. Like I, I wasn't feeling it. So today I wanted to record and I just wanted to keep it as real and as authentic as possible. I didn't like today, no laptop to not be looking up no type of reports, no definitions, no studies, none of that. I'm just going pure off the cuff. Um, I may reference some stuff, but that's just stuff I already know or I've researched prior beforehand. Um, but yeah, so let's get straight into it. Um, I don't want to I want to talk about what I've been personally experiencing these last couple of weeks. Um, so, like I said in the beginning, which is I was I was under the weather, so sickness i was i was sick um your boy was you know what i'm saying flu like symptoms no flu but you know what i'm saying just feeling real under the weather a little bit of cough some you know some body aches headaches 
some sneezing here and there, you know what I'm saying? Just really wasn't 100%. Um, and that followed into me feeling getting better. And then that went to me going to my own headspace, which was now I'm down to mental depression, anxiety, hole, that, that sinking feeling of what the fuck is going on? How do I fix it? And then that followed by me feeling better, you know what I'm saying? Was almost back on top. And then, you know what I'm saying? The age old adage of getting pulled over for DWB dropping while black on a Friday night. So I did spend the weekend in jail for some, uh, <laughs> I'm going to laugh about it and y'all probably going to be like, what the fuck? But I had a warrant for a seatbelt ticket that I forgot to pay. Uh, we'll get to that as well. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, that's been the last couple of weeks. So I do apologize for all, for all of you who've been asking about me. Thank you for keeping me in your thoughts. Um, as well as thank you for being patient while I, you know what I'm saying? Get everything in my life straight. Um, so now that we've talked about what's been going on, let's talk about what's been going on for real. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, I was, um, one, it started with me feeling mentally down. Um, I was on and for those of you who actually are who who actually do suffer through various mental spasms and stuff like that, um, you know what I was saying. Like you you you're gonna get what I'm saying, which is, you know, what I'm saying sometimes you just feel down, sometimes you just feel out, sometimes you just feel mentally and emotionally and spiritually exhausted, and that's really where I was for for a couple of days. Like I just wasn't with it. Like I couldn't explain it. I, there was nothing that really triggered it. It was just, it came on me and I just was out of it. Didn't want to go to work. When I did go to work, I wasn't trying to talk to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Really just wasn't, didn't want to people, you know what I'm saying? That, that I didn't want to do people. Didn't No people in my presence leave me the fuck alone. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I think that, that even may have caused me to get sick a little bit faster because, you know what I'm saying? Mental health and physical health all tie in together. Um, as well as emotional health and stuff, spiritual health and all that good stuff. So it all ties in together. So I was just down, like I was down and then I started feeling sick. You know what I'm saying? First I started with a headache, stuffy nose, you know what I'm saying? Then I started getting the body aches. Everybody kept on saying it's the flu. I'm like, no, it's not the flu. <laughs> Never had the flu. Don't plan on getting the flu. But, you know, so I knew it wasn't the flu. I didn't have the rest of the symptoms. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? Physically, I was down and out too. So it was, um, it was, like I said, it was a rough, very rough week for that. Um, started getting back together. I think it was, um, by the following Friday, um, I was back on top, you know what I'm saying? Kicked it with my little brother, had some drinks, you know what I'm saying? Was getting ready to go out, stuff like that. <laughs> um, so as <laughs> you know what they say, when it rains, it pours. Soon as I felt like I was almost back on top, bam, whoop, whoop, get pulled over. Um, <laughs> and that's where I want to start. Like, even though I started with the whole me feeling sick, but I want to, I want to start there. Um, incarceration, legal system, judicial system, all that stuff. I want to, I want to dive straight into that, which is Lord have mercy. The fucking system is out to fucking get you. <laughs> and anybody who's ever been involved in it or, you know what I'm saying? No, you nine times out of ten you have a family member that's involved in it hell last statistic i read is one in 37 american adults are locked up or under some form of correct correctional supervision so i.e probation parole whatever um but yeah so chances are you know somebody you have somebody in your life is going through it who has been through it and man they put you in the system they try not to let you out of that shit 
So I start with Friday night. I'm chilling. You know what I'm saying? Me and little bro having some drinks, relaxing, having a good old time. Bam, yo, I'm about to go out. I'm like, bam, yo, me too. I'm about to bounce too. You know what I'm saying? I hit you up tomorrow, G. Bam, dap up, get some drink, get a last minute drink for the road, head out. Um, <laughs> Driving down the street, getting ready to make a turn, get pulled over. Okay. All right. Think I'm good. I ain't did anything. I, have no, I shouldn't have anything outstanding for me. You know what I'm saying? Paid my little fines I've had earlier for driving under suspension, driving under suspension and things like that. Um, so you know, say so got all my license and everything get, got together. I'm like, what's this, man? Pulls me over, cop comes over. You know what I stopped you for? Uh, no, sir. Well, you you're following that car in front of you, kind of close. Hmm. Okay. Well, I apologize. I was just getting over in the turning lane like he was. All right. Um, can I have your ID? License and registration? Bam. Here go the insurance card as well, my G. You know what I'm saying? He goes back to the car. His cop buddy's right there with him. He's like, yeah, we saw you call, We saw you following that car a little bit closely, you know, so we want to check out, see what's going on. I'm like, okay, understandable, I guess. Whatever you say, boss. <laughs> Whatever. So I'm sitting there. He's like, yeah, you got anything? You got any warrants or anything? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm good, my man. <laughs> Bam, his buddy comes back. Yo, you got a warrant. I'm not a warrant for what? Yo, you got a, got this um, outstanding seatbelt violation that you're supposed to go to court for. Are you serious, my man? Yeah, can you step out the car? Yeah, you mind if I go ahead and pull the car up a little bit so y'all don't tow it just in case you decide to arrest me? Nah, we'll hand it out in a second. Sir, just please, out of courtesy, can I pull the car up just 10 inches so I can make sure it doesn't get towed because I'm out in the street? Go ahead and step out the car. All right, man, you got it. Don't want to don't want to cause no waves. Put the car in park. And any black person knows that feeling when you're you're surrounded by white cops at night and you just feel the tension in the air so you know what i'm saying i'm sitting there i'm like doing everything slowly and deliberately because i don't want to be the next hashtag so i'm sitting there like okay sir look i'm putting the car in park i'm reaching slowly reaching my hand putting it in the park i'm like yo look i'm looking for my going for my seat belt i'm doing everything slow and deliberate so there's no excuse for you to try to bust on me so bam i do all that Get out the car, immediately go to go for the arrest. Don't even try to search me or nothing like that. Immediately go for the handcuffs. I'm like, all right, I got you. I see where this is going. So put me in handcuffs. Um, brings me back to the uh, police truck cruiser, whatever the hell it was. Um, Pass me down, ask me if I have anything on me. I'm wearing, <laughs> this is the funny, this is one of the funny parts. I'm wearing a fucking onesie, my G. <laughs> I ain't got no goddamn pockets. You know a nigga, you know a nigga left the house not giving too many fucks? Because I ain't had no damn pockets on so, you know what I'm saying? I'm in a onesie little jumper, no pockets. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, my man, so I ain't got no pockets. I'm like, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing on me that's going to hurt you. All right, bam. Goes through the quick motions of that. While in the process of checking me, already searching the car. Now, mind you, never said he could search the car. Never. He never asked me if there's anything in the car. Just went straight to it. Cop buddy searches the car. I keep a gun in my center console sometimes. Um, I'm sorry. I'm a black man. I drive at night sometimes. Need got to be protected. 
it is what it is. Um, I used to have a CCW warrant, a CCW card. Me going to California, Nolan voided that. Coming back, I haven't went back to go get one yet. It is what it is. So, bam, gets to gets finds a gun. Like, yo, so you got a gun here? You got a CCW? I'm like, I have one that's expired, sir. Well, we got we got to we're gonna have to put this in a report. All right, man. I'm like, yo, can I just get a ticket or something? Like, this is like for real. He's like, nah, this is a felony. What? It's a fucking CCW, my G. I was like, it's a gun. I was like, yeah. So they put me in the back of the, the cruiser. I'm sitting there. You know what I'm saying? Watching them tear apart the car. they like, oh, black man, gun, gotta have drugs. Yo, when I say they tore the car from top to bottom, they checked behind like the, the hubcap. They checked behind the little, you know what I'm saying? The, um, what's it called? The goddamn, the wheel well. They, they checked everything. They in the trunk. You know what I'm saying? Just opening up random stuff. I'm like, nigga, this is all trash back there. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? Just checking everything, looking for something. Don't find anything. Comes back to the car. His buddy, the guy who at first, you know what I'm saying, was cool, just asked if I had anything on me. I said no. Or asked if I had a warrant or anything. I said no. Came back to the car. I rate at me. You didn't tell nobody you had a fucking gun in the car and this and that and this and that. And I'm like, whoa. First, slow your roll, man. Secondly, you never gave me the chance I was getting searched when you went to search the car. You should have fucking said you had a gun from the get-go. Why would I announce I have a gun? The last black man I seen fucking who had who was legally carrying got fucking shot by a fucking cop for having a gun. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not about to announce something to give you even more reason when you're already fidgety. I can feel the tension, my G. Yada, 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 he's still going off. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm matching his energy. I'm like, man, first off, shut the fuck up talking to me. <laughs> I'm like, yo. So I'm talking to I'm talking to the actual wrestling officer. I'm like, look, yes, I have a gun. You can check my wallet. I even have an old CCW license in there, man. So come on, man. Let's be real. Do I look like I'm trying to out here cause some trouble? You know, while you checking my license, you see there's a fucking a vet card behind it. Like, come on, man. Let's be real. Yeah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Going to the station. All right, bam. Get to the station, go through all that booking and bullshit. Get to the fucking county jail. Finally get booked in. Fucking bam, it's Saturday. I'm about to spend a fucking weekend in jail because, you know, ain't no damn court till Monday. I say all that because, one, I'm very candid. I like to keep it as honest as possible. Two, um, like, I, I want to expand upon, expound upon the observations I made while being incarcerated over the weekend um one folks in jail act weird <laughs> and that's not to say you know saying weird as in i'm not even trying to put it but it's weird as in you see there's a whole different mind state of folks who are incarcerated like during the booking process waiting to be booked in in the holding cell you know what I'm saying just seeing the different types of characters that you you encounter um, you got the guys who are like, yo, this ain't shit. I do this shit standing up or whatever. You lock me up. I'm get out. Go do the same shit. Blah, blah, blah. You got the guys in there. It was like, you seen that they've never even been touched by handcuffs. And it's like, they look scared as shit. You got young cats in there trying to, you know what I'm saying? Be boisterous and, you know what I'm saying? Trying to pretend like none of this phased them. Um, you got the career criminals who, you know what I'm saying? They, they mind they minding their business, relaxing, maybe maybe joking around and shit like that. And it really brings into, you know what I'm saying, perspective, like 
how much the American population is fucking institutionalized. <laughs> like, that shit is wild, yo. The American population is so fucking institutionalized. One in 37 fucking adults, man. Like, I keep on going back to that because it's just like, it's wild. There's one in 37 American adults are locked up. Like, that shit is just fucking crazy. 2.7% of the adult population. We make up, I think the United States, what, last go around I checked, only makes up makes up a very small percentage of the world's population. Oh, five, yeah, that's what it was. It's like 5% of the world's population, but we have 21 to 24% of the world's incarcerated prisoners. Insanity, yo. <laughs> For be the land of the free, home of the brave, we lock up more people than any other fucking nation in the world. <laughs> you lock up more people than communist nations. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about communist dictatorships like North Korea. You got China. You got, you know what I'm saying? Before the fucking Cold War, Soviet Russia. <laughs> like, you just think of like, yo, we lock up so many people. So, so many people are now so uh, not oblivious, but they're just so nonchalant with being in that type of situation. Hell, I'm even not trying to be in that type of situation. Not my first time getting locked up over a weekend. <laughs> Probably won't be my fucking last. Um, just due to the nature that I'm a young black male. <laughs> and so, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like looking at shit like that. Like, yo, that is so wild that people are so just nonchalant and just so used to it and so institutionalized. So getting back to me being a holding cell, um, I don't talk to people. Hell, I don't, I'm, I'm very reserved, quiet one. Cause I'm not trying to, I'm not here to make friends too. I'm let me sleep this off till fucking Monday morning. And get the fuck up out of here and go back to my regularly scheduled life. My G. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting in there um, and I'm just watching how people are re- reacting. And it was this young black kid, I think 18, 19 years old, real young, real naive to the world and how the world operates. So he's in there. He's real loud. You know what I'm saying? He's joking with some other guy. You know what I'm saying? It's cool because, you know what I'm saying? It's another black dude. I think he might have been around my age, probably around the, 20, the mid-20s, late-20s. Um, So, you know what I'm saying? They, they, were, they were cool talking and shit. But the young black kid, like I said, 18, 19 years old, couldn't have been no older than that. Maybe 20 at the very least. I know he wasn't old enough to buy alcohol. Um, But, you know what I'm saying? The, He's sitting there, he's just so loud and he's so he's talking about anything and everything. And it's all just, you know what I'm saying, being boisterous. It's all just, you know what I'm saying, trying to trying to maybe fit in, maybe, you know what I'm saying, maybe just be a little bit more than what the fuck he really is. So you sit so I'm sitting there and just listening to him talk about all types of bullshit. I'm sitting there seeing how he's interacting. And I'm just like, I want to take him aside and be like, yo, shut the fuck up. Because while he's doing all this, he's not knowing that some of these older gentlemen, some of these older cats that are in there, they are looking at him as prey. They're not looking at him as, you know what I'm saying, just another another dude on the street. They're looking at him like, yo, we get locked up in the same pot. And my nigga, you give me a honey buns, you give me your soups, you give me whatever the fuck you want. Because that's the way the kid act like, yo, he would be easily taken advantage of. So I'm noticing this and, I'm, and then finally we all get booked in, whatever. 
So they send me off to a portion of some pot of the jail. I get there, meet my fucking Selly. Um, cool dude. He like, I th- I, I'm say he's like me, real reserved. Ain't really talk too much. We got a couple, like, you know what I'm saying? Got into the cell, said, what's up? Dapped up real quick. Um, first thing he was like, hold on before you lay down. He's like, I thought I had a celly, so let me just double check. So I want you to get comfortable. I'm like, I got you, my G. So, you know what I'm saying? He, um, he, he done called the guard. Guard, like, nah, your celly checked out. I'm like, he's like, all right, cool. So, you know what I'm saying? We get all, get, get a little situated with that BS ass bedroll they give you. I instantly grab a fucking book. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm like, I got all fucking day Saturday, all night Saturday, all day Sunday, all night Sunday, then Monday morning. I need a fucking book. So, bam, grab a book. I instantly get to read. Fucking. So, throughout all this time, so this is Saturday afternoon, almost damn near, because it took, took them damn near fucking 15 hours to get me booked in. <laughs> um, so, you know what I'm saying? Saturday afternoon. Fucking, I'm sitting there reading my book, mind my fucking business. Like I said, me and dude talk a couple times, but we ain't talk that much. But um, I'm very observant. So, Butler County Jail, those of you who don't know, has TVs in every fucking cell. These niggas is watching fucking primetime cable and shit. It's weird. It's crazy to me. But the first thing is first, I notice. I'm going to go all through a list of things, which I find all fucking fascinating in their own right, is... Let me start here. First, my cellmate, I believe, was in for some type of drug-related charges. Drug dealer, perhaps. Not for certain. Um, secondly heavily tattooed black guy fade tattoos on his face tattoos on his hands typical hood nigga type shit so i'm sitting there i notice him bam i'm like i see what kind of guy he is but you know he's saying cool he ain't he ain't caused no problems he ain't wasn't like he was looking for beef he was just real chill so bam i'm like i said i'm sending him a bunk He's like, yo, you want to watch anything on TV? I'm like, nah, I'm good. I got a book. I'm like, all right, bro. So, bam. He turned on the TV. This dude goes to, like, daytime television. Like, The View. <laughs> so, one, I'm sitting here. I'm a little bit taken aback. I'm like, I expect this nigga to go for, like, all the movies, maybe BT, maybe some news. But I ain't daytime television. That's, that's a different one. So, I'm sitting there. This man starts watching The View, and he's into it. When I mean like captivated by what these women are saying on this panel. I'm shocked. I'm like, when you like you look at some of these are some of the hardest, like he look like one of the hardest niggas in America. Like he look like he might have shot a nigga in his in his fucking lifetime. And this nigga sitting here watching the view, listening to these chicks talk about fucking fashion and dresses and what the queen's wearing and shit like that. I'm just like in amazed. I'm like, oh shit. Thugs got feelings too, I guess, my G. <laughs> it's like, I already know what to explain it. So, watch that. No, I said, go back to my book. It's probably a couple hours go by. He do the little intercom thing, like, yo, y'all got some, y'all got some tissue yet? I'm like, what the fuck you talking about? So, apparently, the cell running low on toilet paper. He's like, yo, y'all got tissue yet? CO says, no. This nigga comes back from the little intercom thing. Low-key irate. He's like, man, that's some fucking bullshit. Nigga ain't had toilet paper in the last two days. The fuck is this? I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, damn, that's shitty, my G. He's like, yeah, this fucking bullshit. And he just started going on and on, talking to himself a little bit. 
Then he finally calmed down. All right, bam. Child time come. Grab them bullshit-ass trays. Give him my tray. It's nigga cool. He's like, bam, thanks, bro. He was like, you want one of these soups? I guess that's what they call top ramen. They got them ramen packs. They call them soups. So he's like, yeah, you want one of these soups? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good, man. I'm just passing through my G. <laughs> I'm here for the juice, the water, maybe a fucking little piece of bread. I'm going to read this book, mind my fucking business, and I'll be out. That's Saturday. Sunday come around. Same shit. My, like I said, dude, kind of like, like I said, it was so cool, calm, and collected, but his choice of television was real, like, it just threw me off. He loved he, he obviously liked daytime television. Like, the nigga was watching The View. Um, what other bullshit? Daytime shit. Like, he was watching any type of daytime type television. It was weird. It was real strange to me. Um, then, like, so we sitting there. You know I'm saying? We was chit-chatting for a little bit about a bunch of nothing. Um, then he pulls out his uh, letters or whatever. And starts showing him pictures of his girl. His girl's gorgeous. I'm like, shit, my nigga. He's like, yeah, that's my bitch. He's like, I can't wait to get back to her, love her, marry her, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, shit, I feel you, my G. You know what I'm saying? And so, left it at that. I get back on the bunk. I'm looking at him. He literally has damn near solitary tear in his eye. Like, yo. And I'm just, now I start thinking, I'm like, yo, some of the hardest dudes in America do have some fucking real deep-seated feelings. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, then I started thinking, I'm like, maybe I'm just being naive and thinking that he's crying for her when he's actually crying because he's in the situation. He don't want to be in the situation. Or, But then I started looking like, no, he actually re-reading re letters. You know what I'm saying? He, she got, she sent him pictures of them together out and about. I'm like, no, that's his girl. Like, they, like that nigga's really upset that he's in this current situation. Interesting. Um, Fast forward fucking Monday, fucking um, before I go to court, you know what I'm saying? Once again, up chilling, just just watching him, like I said, daytime television, working out while watching daytime television. But at the same time, like giggling and shit, like I'm just, and I'm starting to think like, hey, maybe this nigga crazy. Like, I'm like, I need to sleep one eye open type shit. Like, goddamn, what the fuck? But no, cool ass dude. He, he like daytime television. Then, from what I've heard, you know what I'm saying, I talked to a few other people outside of the little cell, and I was like, oh, all these niggas is watching daytime television. So, that goes to show you can't judge nobody by a book by a goddamn cover because hardest niggas in America are watching The View, my G. <laughs> Shit's wild out here. Shit's real fucking crazy. But off all that, let's get back into the meat and potatoes, which is you look at you're looking at numbers. So I want to look at just numbers. Like I said, once again, 5% of the world's population, but 21, 21 to 24% of the world's incarcerated. Of that, while being 5% of the world's population, one in every 37 adults is locked up or under some form of correctional supervision. I apologize. I'm trying to talk fast for some reason. Of that, I believe the last time I checked... um. African-Americans make up 34% of the correctional population. One in three fucking prisoners is black. And I should tell you everything you need to know about the fucking judicial system that is set in place. Um, it's crazy. I believe Lauren Hill said it best. How can we expect the system made for the elect to properly serve and protect. 
it can't. That system doesn't fucking work. It doesn't stand. It it will fucking surely drown. It will surely it will surely fucking be bigoted. It will be surely racial. It, it will surely be classist. It will surely be discriminatory in some type of way because it's not made for no one to pass through unless you're a specific i.e. class which is you make a certain amount of money or be a race i.e. you don't have any type of melanin melanin pigment which is fucking insane so but yeah so that so that that contributed to me being down and out I finally got out of jail though. Um, was still sick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Went from fucking getting feeling better, going to jail, getting right back fucking sick. You know what I'm saying? Introduce all them bullshit germs and shit. Finally started feeling fucking better. So this is where we're at now. I know what I'm saying got another weekend pass. Was able to fucking rest up, not really do too much, drink a little bit, but you know what I'm saying, get back on my get back on my grind. Um, even though still now I'm still kinda sick, not a lot. Um, you know what I'm saying? I got a little stuffy nose currently and you know what I'm saying throat was a little scratchy, but been drinking my hot toddies, which you probably hear me slurp on throughout the rest of this podcast. And I don't give a fuck. Quit tidbit. Got this is an actual Irish recipe I got. Um with my little spin on it. Um the Irish reference Irish reference Irish recipe god damn it that is a tongue twister or not nah. all right irish rep recipe <laughs> i still can't say it irish recipe um i got it from my homeboy he's actually he lives in ireland he's from ireland shout out to padrag my nigga for life you are family um but it's what i believe it's a one part water or two parts water one part um irish whiskey um obviously that'd be like jameson or something something that we can kind of get get a hold of in the states um one a quarter lemon wedge um four cloves stuck into it lemon um well like obviously cloves stuck in uh four cloves stuck into the lemon some honey and cinnamon stir it all together drink it hot um i do all of that except i add um actually in his calls for a cinnamon stick um usually i'll do that if i have them but i do all of that except i actually do a herbal tea um, so that's a little tidbit for anybody out there. Um, do the herbal tea, make make you a cup of tea first. Then uh, you know, send pour your honey in, put your put some cinnamon in it, um, stick your lemon with the cloves in it, stir it all up, put a little put a couple shots of whiskey in it. Um, me personally, I, I I like Jameson, but I'm not the biggest fan of it unless I'm making it pure his recipe. But I usually do uh, some Crown Royal Black, you know, send so that extra little bite. Um, but trust me, if you're feeling down and out, it is something that is amazing. It will bring you back in action. Um, like I said, I'm feeling so much more better now. I've been drinking these last couple of days, drinking one a night. Um, like I said, I feel feel a thousand percent better. So that's a little quick tidbit for anybody who is, you know, saying the weather it's that time of year. If people are getting sick left and right. Definitely got to take care of your physical health as much as your mental health. All right, so now that we talked about just judicial system and taking care of your physical health, let's talk about your mental health. Because like I said, if you remember, I was talking about how I was down and out. Um, and I really was, and I really couldn't explain what the fuck it was. Like, I didn't want to be around anybody. I didn't want to really talk about anything. 
And it wasn't like there was a specific instance that got me in that mood. It was just, I think, a culmination of, one, it's that time of year, so I think my body was just naturally getting sick. Two, like I said earlier, you just don't want to people sometimes. And I do get in the moods like, yo, I don't want to fucking people. I don't want to deal with none of the day-to-day bullshit. And currently at my job, it's a lot of day-to-day bullshit. And it's starting to get to that mundane type of feeling where I'm like, yo, am I doing anything in my life? <laughs> like, what the fuck am I really doing? So I start getting to my headspace. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Which leads me to start thinking about every fucking thing. Like, oh shit, I gotta I should be a fucking better dad. God damn. It's like I'm doing all this, but I'm not being the best dad I can be. So I don't know what I'm I start feeling down and out about that. Start feeling down and out about like, yo, I am fucking damn near 30 and I can't fucking get get more keep a fucking proper relationship without either me doing something or me just wanting to get ghosts because I don't want to deal with some shit. You know what I'm so I started thinking about all that. I'm starting thinking about like, yo, I think I should have a house by now. <laughs> but I ain't got out yet. Like you know, say this is a lot of lot of one. It might sound trivial to you guys, but for me, all that compounds thinking that like I start really getting into. I'm not really myself, or I'm not living up to the expectations I have of myself. Um, so that always gets me down. And then I have to, you know, say snap back to reality. Like yo, you're not doing that bad, my G beautiful kids fucking that doing good <laughs> you know what i'm saying you got a job make some decent amount of money fucking you know what i'm saying you're able to take care of your bills and as well as they'll do shit that you want to do um you love life nigga fix that whenever you get the fucking chance but what's the fucking rush still in my 20s <laughs> you know what I'm so i start getting into that bag which makes me feel better which in turn my mood, my spirits lift, which in turn will make my physical body lift up, and then I'm back in action. Um, so I say that's so when you guys are doing your introspection and you know what I'm saying you're looking at yourself and you're not feeling satisfied, turn it around to so start thinking like you know what I'm saying I hate the term looking on the bright side, but start looking on like the actual like what it is like. Stop looking at the the jaded glass and start looking at the real clear see-through shit, which is, you know what I'm saying? You start looking like, you think you're doing so bad, but are you doing that bad? Are you really going through that much? Could it be worse? Could it be better? Uh, yes, it could, it could be worse and it could be better. However, where you're at right now, is that really stopping you? So, it's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get yourself out of them funks. Like, nobody can do it for me. I've, I've realized that and, and that might be the case for a lot of you listening which is nobody really can do it for you like yo somebody can come around try to make you laugh and you know what i'm saying maybe you do chuckle for a quick second <laughs> get the fuck out of my face you know what i'm saying it might be one of them um somebody might be able to you know what i'm saying actually like raise your spears but you know what i'm saying once you leave their presence your spears might go back down which i can say this you got to be able to pull yourself up sometimes like, yes, the support system is great. And like I said, when you do have the opportunity to talk to people, like I said, I would definitely meet like my go to person. Anybody in this fucking world knows anybody who's actually close to me knows my little brother. Me and him talk consistently, constantly, all fucking day, every fucking day. Simply because. We 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 know each other, <laughs> so it's like he's somebody I can go to vent real quick 
he ain't even got to really say shit. He, he was just like, damn, that's crazy. And then, you know what I'm saying, we good. And we'll start talking about fucking video games and shit like that. Like, it ain't, like, it's not even like we go into, like, a real in-depth talk. Or, you know what I'm saying? He's somebody, like, when I'm feeling like I need to get some shit off my chest, I can vent to him for fucking a good 10, 15 minutes. He'll be like, yo, bro, you good? And I'm like, yeah, my nigga, I'm good now. He'll be like, all right, bet. I'm going to hit you up later. And that, that could be the end of it. You know what I'm saying? Because we do the same thing to each other. So we feed off each other in that instance. But... Like I said, communication is definitely key. So if you do have somebody you can talk to, vent to, do it. But at the end of the day, you still got to be able to lift yourself up and, and get yourself back into a mental, you know what I'm saying, a good men- mental state, back into good mental spirits. Um, so, yeah, that's what, that's what my last few weeks been, man. <laughs> Incarceration, sickness, mental health, all that. <laughs> the last couple of weeks it's like you know said like i look at my own story and i look at the things i've done and i laugh a lot um for anybody else you know i'm saying they'd probably get locked up and be crying and going through it i look at it i'm just like yo this is wild son (laughs) memoirs gonna be off the chain whenever i write them bitches and i go and i and i get i power through it um it just it sucks that I've gotten to that jaded point. Like I said, it sucks that as a nation we are so indoctrinated into in this incarceration culture, this judicial culture of you know what I'm saying we lock everybody up for no fucking reason. That you got people like me or who are, who've gotten to a point where like yo I'm going for no fucking reason at all. I'm gonna get out real fucking simple because I shouldn't have went in, in the first fucking place. And then this is fucking life. <laughs> And it's like, I should never be thinking like this. I should never be like, one, I should never be scared to get in a police interaction. <laughs> like, I swear, police interactions at the dark are the scariest fucking thing in the world, yo. When you say my heart beats faster, everything slows down. Um, you guys ever watch Wanted, where he like goes into that super adrenaline mode where time slows, he bend bullets and all that bullshit. Yeah, that's what it's like as a black male getting arrested, like, yo, everything slows down, I'm seeing everything clearly, if I'm drunk, I'm sober as fuck now, if I'm high, I'm sober as hell right now, clear-headed as hell, everything is just, like, clarity, which is crazy, like, there shouldn't be no reason I should, that any person should ever have to go through those type of feelings, which, like I said, that plays a part on your mental health as well, because, like I said, Feeling like feeling that way, like going through all that, then looking back on her, I'm looking at her like, yo, my heart, my heart is beating fast. I'm going fucking insane with the amount of thoughts probably processing. And it's like, yo, why the fuck do I feel like, why am I having an anxiety attack when I have a fucking getting, getting to a fucking altercation or getting to any type of interaction? So, yeah, but I said off that, let's on the more greener pastures, you know what I'm saying? That's just part of life that i've had to deal with um like i said it's not the first time i've ever been arrested been arrested for a lot of bullshit in my time um nine times out of ten is for traffic violations nigga don't like to pay his tickets i pay him now but you know what i'm saying shit be like that um but yeah off all that i'm like i said i'm much more better headspace much more clear now and i do thank you all for the continued support everyone every last one of you reached out to me um i want to give a sh- special shout out to my boy brandon oh fucking khaki <laughs> khaki two sweaters um b i know i ain't respond to your text but that's because i wanted to hit i wanted to make sure that you got a fucking 
a goddamn a link with the fucking podcast. Um, but thank you so much for hitting me up. Just let me know that you was fucking thinking about me. That shit meant the world to me. Um, as well as everybody else who who's like, yo, when the fuck the podcast at? <laughs> I just want to say thank you all. Like it means it means the fucking world to me that, like I said, any of you actually listen to anything I have to fucking say. Because we've been talking for forty fucking minutes now, and I haven't really said too much of nothing. Giving you some stories, giving you a little breakdown of some bullshit, but it's not like it's been in depth fucking. 60 minutes convo with anderson cooper you know what i'm saying so it, it, it's it's been just me talking slash rambling but it's been a, a great thing for me to let you guys know how the things i've noticed and the things i've seen as well as different tidbits i can anytime i can give somebody anything that hey they can relate to and hey they never thought about doing that to bring themselves up or to get themselves back on track so once again, thank you all. Love you all. You're the most amazing people. My y'all, my peoples, man. Y'all, that's a we're a fucking community. Yeah, ain't no fucking audience no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to increase my audience. I'm trying to increase my community. Y'all, my fucking family. And you guys are amazing. And like I said, just want to thank all of you for the continued support. Um, so this will be coming out Tuesday morning. Actually, it's going yeah, this is Tuesday morning now. Um, so this will be coming out in exactly about five minutes from now. Because I got to do, make sure some last minute edit points I might want to delete out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this is going to come out now. B, once again, my nigga, love you. Fucking Chucky two bitches, love you too, my nigga. Like I said, anybody and everybody who fucking reached out to me. Um, Lil Sis, Kennedy fucking <laughs> Kennedy Woods. I love you, boo. You are. I know you're mad at me. I know I suck. I'm sorry. I'm not the best big brother in the world. I'm trying to do better a little bit slowly, but surely. Um, but I love you so much. Uh, I definitely see that you've been listening to. Thank you so much for that, too. Um, but that is literally all I have for you guys this week. Um, I'm going to try to get back to a, a, um, our actual topic next week. That's when I like said, if y'all listen to it all the way through, y'all gonna be like, what the fuck? Um, but hope you enjoyed. Um, and until next time, I'm out.